welcome to another day always remember this has been brought to you by whitefield foundation and we are in the just food kitchen yesterday was exciting i just want to recap a few things did you notice during the training that her surfaces were always clean remember the first thing i taught you clean as you go don't leave any debris so today Let's meet Mrs. Egedi in her kitchen and find out what she's going to be preparing. Mrs. Egedi, what are we doing today? All right. Um, we're making puff puff. Wow. Puff I'm very puff. passionate about puff puff. Even me, myself. But it's, there's a joke about puff puff. Do you know that joke? I heard it yesterday. <laughs> that when you stand in Lulia, lock puff puff, and it's just 10 naira. But when you put a bit of a spring roll, a bit of a samosa, and you put the puff puff and some other things, you're worth like 1,005, so don't walk alone. That's why White Phil is working with you today. So, Mr. <laughs> Gedi, over to you. All right, so today we are going to make puff puff. Um, it's a staple snack in Nigeria. Almost everywhere we go to, we get puff puff at different parties. So, let's make it. So, what are the ingredients we'll need? We'll need flour, all-purpose flour, nothing fancy. We'll need sugar. We'll need yeast. We'll need milk, optional. A bit of salt, nutmeg for flavor, and vanilla as well. Vanilla flavor. So let's get our ingredients ready. So we have a clean bowl here. We're going to measure out. I'm using a kitchen scale. Please, if you don't have one, I would advise us to get one. It's quite affordable and you to make all your products come out with the same quality. So I'm going to measure out a thousand grams, which is one kilogram of flour. This is my flour. You can see how I preserved my flour. I put it in a bag, put it in a bowl, covered it up because we don't want insects in it. We're going to be using 500 grams of flour for puff puff. I'm taking out and adding as the scale is informing me. So I have 500 grams now. So we're going to sift our flour. Um, why do we sift our flour, you wonder? Sometimes there's a lot of debris, there's some insects, some flour are not fresh. Look at this. Look at this. Because of the way we preserve it here, we, some, we buy in the open market sometimes and then it's left open. Insects and all that get in. So we need to sift all of those debris out. So I'm using a fine sieve that I can catch all the dirty. So you can see this was inside our flour to go into our product. That's unhygienic. So we also sieve it to aerate the flour. We are adding air into it. Okay, you can see. That could have gone to a product. I can even see an insect there. So you take that out. Okay, so our flour is ready. For 500 grams of flour, I will use about 150 grams of sugar. So I get my bowl. Put on my scale. So we have our sugar. So you pour it into your mixture. So for 500 grams of flour, we need yeast. Yeast is the rising agent for puff puff. 
we have two types of yeast but i'm going to be using the dry yeast i'm not using the paste so you have to ensure that your yeast is an active yeast what do i mean by active yeast that's the yeast that will still will be able to liven up this there are different things you look out for the pebbles in the yeast should still be singular on their own not joined together once they are clumped together you know that they've lost some of their efficacy so you take that out also the way your yeast was preserved is very important when you buy your yeast you make sure you keep it in a dark place that is dry and does not have light very important for preserving your yeast Okay. So we're going to be using 10 grams of yeast for this. So measuring out my yeast, 10 grams. That is another advantage a digital scale gives you. It can measure small weights. So I'll pour that on one side. So in my bowl, I have my flour. I have my sugar on one side. I put pour the yeast on another side. That's that. Also i'll be adding nutmeg for flavor so it has the desire and i prefer the nutmeg seed because it usually gives more flavor than the one in the sachet but if you prefer the sachet it's all good some people add cinnamon as well to their puff puff but do not add conflicting flavors don't add nutmeg and then cinnamon decide on one and go with that this is my grater i'm going to grate my nutmeg now I'm going to use a teaspoon of nutmeg for my 500 grams. I'm look, I got the fine side of the grater. I'm just going to grate it. So when I say teaspoon, I do not mean your regular teaspoon at home. There is an approved universal set of spoons that we can use in the kitchen. This is it. Behind it, it has all the different names, all the different sizes. We have half tablespoon one tablespoon half teaspoon one teaspoon so this is one teaspoon so i'm going to use that for my nutmeg so this is a nutmeg i put that in on another side so we have this looking colorful and nice next thing i'm going to include is salt salt ties in everything so i'm just going to use half a teaspoon just a little salt to tie in all of the flavor half a teaspoon of salt so you do not put your salt with your yeast it's going to kill the yeast yeast does not like salt though it loves sugar so put the salt on another side of your bowl not the side where you have the yeast so these are our dry ingredients we'll mix them up together So I'll show some optional ingredients. Optional ingredients to add to your puff puff are milk, flavor, vanilla flavor, banana flavor as you like it, or milk flavor as well. But remember, if you're doing it for commercial purpose, you have to factor in all of the products, the raw materials into the final products, and that will determine the price you're going to sell your product. So, Depending on you, all of those are optional. Some people add pepper. I like pepper sometimes, and I even sometimes slice in some onions. You can vary it as you want. 
Hello everyone, so much happening in the kitchen, but I want to recollect or bring you back to the four C's we talked about. You've seen one of the C's in action, that is cleanliness. Have you seen another C she's applying? The control. Have you seen her use the scale? Have you seen her use the measuring cups? All those are part of your controls to ensure consistency in what you serve your customers. And it also would allow you to do proper costing. You see how she's applying her recipe? 500 grams of flour, 150 grams of sugar. And if she does that all the time, she will have consistent products. She will have, she can um, do her costing properly and she can calculate her profits. You're going to see how all the C's interplay. Please keep learning and don't leave. Thank you very much. So now we're going to add water to our puff puff mix. You know, we've mixed all of the dry ingredients very well together. They're incorporated. So I usually use warm water because that hastens up the proofing process. Some people add cold water and then go put it under the sun. I do not think it's so hygienic. I'd rather use warm water and keep it somewhere that is warm in the house, preferably the kitchen. So the quantity of water I'm using should be less than one cup. A cup of water is about 250 ml. So I've mixed some water here. So let's see. What do I have here? I have um, 500 mils. That's two cups of water. So let's see how much we're going to use. There are a few factors that determine the quantity of water you use in your mix. One of those factors is the type of flour you're using. Not all flour are the same. Some are very finely milled. Some are not so finely milled. So you use more water for one and less water for the other. Another factor is the way the flour was preserved. If the flour was exposed to air, that means it had humidity in it, you use less water. Do you understand? So I can't, you, you can't say specifically that this, you can give a range for the quantity of water, but usually can differ a little bit. So this is fine. So I'm just incorporating it in very well please note that it's just slightly warm water warm to the touch it's not hot if it's hot it will kill the yeast so just warm something that is very tolerable so if you want to know if your puff puff is well mixed make sure it has a dropping consistency what do i mean by that when you pick it up does it drop willingly without any nudges then you know you're fine. If it runs, so when you pick it up and it runs down so fast, you know that there's a challenge. You've added too much water. Then if you pick it up and it doesn't fall at all, that means you've not added enough water. So you need to add some more water. But what I have here, you can see, it's a droppy consistency. See, it's falling down so it's just right. Okay. Top of puff is ready to proof. So we'll leave this for about 20 to 30 minutes. When it's proofed, I'll come back and show us what we'll see on the puff puff to let us know we're good to go. Puff puff is coming out. So you can see our puff puff butter is ready. Once you see all those holes on top of it, you will know that it is proofed and ready to go. Let's see if our oil is ready for the puff puff. And see all the beautiful, nice holes. So take a little and drop it in. 
once it comes back up we know it's ready yep the oil is ready puff puff time so you mix your butter again and then you begin to fry I know the challenge a lot of people have is making it into a circular form just take a little butter and then between your thumb and forefinger you create a pocket or a small hole for it to come out and then you push the butter through you can see there are other ways you can achieve this if this is too difficult you can use an ice cream scoop yes I've, I've done it using an ice cream scoop before see don't take too much butter because then you won't be able to control how it comes out just take enough butter crowd the pan as much as you can because once puff puff browns on one side it's always difficult to turn but if it's crowded it's easier for you to turn them turn Woo! 